Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, the comedy masterpiece, It Comes Up Mud. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. One season, I am in Hialeah trying to turn a few bobs by outguessing the minds of some horses when I run into little Alfie and Miss Beulah Beauregard. Now, this story does not end with that meeting. In fact, before it is over, it includes a millionaire by the name of Paul DeVere, a horse by the name of Last Hope, and the most peculiar ride in history. And how this all comes about, I will tell you in a minute. to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, It Comes Up Mud. Like I am saying, I am in Hialeah for the racing season when I run into little Alfie and his ever-loving fiancée, Miss Beulah Beauregard. Now, little Alfie owns two horses that are strictly caterpillars. One is called Governor Hicks, and the other is called Last Hope. They are Alfie's pride and joy. Although, to tell the truth, and I think I will, the chances they will win a race are a slightly insane dream. But Alfie dreams. And Miss Beulah Beauregard tells him what she thinks in no uncertain terms one night when we are sitting in Alfie's hotel room. I'm telling you, Alfie, it is me or the horses. Now, Beulah, baby. Don't baby me. For five years, you baby me this and baby me that. And it ends up the same. I go to work. Oh, I get you nice jobs. Broadway, I ask Do you... Do not. This is a war out of my territory. I'll ask you, Broadway. Please, Beulah, I cannot make exceptions. Never mind. I'll tell you anyway. I've been engaged to Alfie for five years. He tells me I'll lead the life of Riley. I do not tell you which Riley. There are lots of Rileys. Some live better than others. You know what he does this afternoon, Broadway? Make me guess. He hocks the engagement ring he gives me. He hocks it! I need the scratch to enter last hope in a race. Broadway, I wish to tell you something. Here I am working night and day to make something of my horses. And what does she do? I ask you, Broadway, what does she do? I will ask her and find out. I will tell you. This afternoon, I see her kissing Paul Devere behind the hibiscus bush at the paddock. She knows I cannot stand hibiscus. Mr. Devere is a very wealthy man. He wants to marry me. Ah. Oh, you think I'm not good enough for him? Who says that? You did. I'll have you know I come from a proud old southern family. If I hear that again, I will die. At last you make some sense. Beulah. How can you say that? It comes easy. Well, I guess I will go. No, Broadway. I am not finished. Someday she will be sorry. Someday when Last Hope wins the Kentucky Derby. What? Now, Alfie... You do not believe it either. Last Hope will win. 
Especially if it comes up mud. He is born to run in the mud and he... Somebody is at the door. It is my date, Mr. Paul DeVea. What? You ask him to come here? Take you out from under my very nose? I do. You are setting a bad example to all fiancies. Mr. DeVea wishes in. I'll thank you to be polite to my friend. Ah, good evening, Beulah. Ready? I certainly am, Mr. DeVille. Please, please, it's Paul. Please come in, Paul. I believe you know my friend, Alfie. Oh, yes, yes. How are you? I am never worse. I hope you are the same. <laughs> what? <laughs> and this is Broadway. Uh, how do you do? Good. Sometimes. Well, uh, shall we go, Paul? Yes. How would the Blue Heron Club suit you? Just fine. Just fine. She will like it. In fact, she once worked there, displaying her shape. You shut up. Say, what is all this? <laughs> I will tell you, Mr. Paul DeVere. I will tell you in two words. You viper. What the devil's the matter with you? I wish I could challenge you to a duel. <laughs> well, are you crazy? D don't pay any attention to him, Paul. <laughs> Mr. DeVere. What? Take this. <laughs> Why, why, you, you little, you... Paul, don't! But he reached up and hit me! Mr. DeVere, put up your dukes. Alfie, do not be foolish. Wait, I, I... Well, this is ridiculous. Why, do you think I'd fight you? Come on, come on. Alfie, consider ourselves apart from now on. Come on, Paul. All right, Beulah. As for you, Alfie, I'll, I'll think of some way to make you very uncomfortable. Uh, why are some guys always holding up the wrong end? I never do anything bad to anybody in my whole life. Forget it now, Alfie. Maybe things are not as bad as they seem. No, maybe not. Listen, Broadway. I ain't the last hope in the Kentucky Derby. I know, but you... Broadway, I tell you that everybody will look at me different when last hope wins. Especially if it comes up mud. Well, I know, and everybody else knows, that Last Hope cannot walk a mile and a quarter, which is the derby distance, let alone run so far. But little Alfie believes that Last Hope is just born to eat mud. Well, it comes up the next day, and I am having something to eat with little Alfie, when who comes up but Cap Duhane, the Pinkerton in charge of gendarmes at the track. Well, Broadway, how are you? First rate. You a good friend of Alfie's? I am his friend, yes. What? Well, uh... Tell him something for me, will you? Tell him? But here he is. Oh, yeah. So he is. Yeah, you are a wise guy, Duhane. <laughs> now, you be. Meaning what? Uh, you know a guy named Paul DeVere? That does it. I now have no appetite. There are lots of things that you don't have, Alta. And one of them is a welcome sign in this town. Huh? We'll thank you to leave. Look, I am a citizen. A nut of Miami. There is a law against my being here? There is a law against punching people in the snoot. And it seems that you did that to Mr. DeVere. So? You are arresting me for that? No, but Mr. DeVere packed some weight. And it horrifies us to think that you punched him. You mean I got to go because he makes it hot for me? That's right. And also there's another matter. Your horse. What about my horse? Governor Hicks. 
He dropped in third in a race the other day. Well? And the stewards at the track consider it practically supernatural that any horse that you own even finishes a race. Look, I know nothing at all about that firecracker that explodes under him. Well, maybe not. But I know this. Please leave Miami. This is prosecution. Not yet. But it might turn into it. Now, it's uh, just half past one. At half past three, I expect to see the other side of you toward Miami and going away. Have a hard cap. I do not have a nickel. I am here to drum up a stake so I can get to Kentucky for the derby. Hmm? <laughs> Why? I have got a horse named Last Hope. <laughs> All you've got's imagination. Now, remember, Alfie, two hours. Please, Cap. I hit the DeVere citizen because he takes my fiancée away from me. You blame me for that. Alfie, I got my orders. They stand just like you heard. Now, don't make it tough on me. So long. Eh, what's the use? Sometimes I look in the mirror and wish I see somebody else. Anybody else. This is a tough break, Alfie. Yeah. Anyway, the derby's coming up. And I hope Mud is, too. Come on, let's find Beulah. Well, we look for Miss Beulah Beauregard, but she is very scarce. In fact, she is invisible. But she leaves a note that says she breaks her engagement with Alfie and accepts an invitation from Mr. Paul DeVere to be his guest at his hunting lodge up in Georgia at a big party he throws. When Alfie gets this news, he sits down on a bale of hay and just looks at me before he says, Broadway, she is the only thing I got in the world except for my two horses. I am alone and broke. Oh, there is still the derby, Alfie, and last hope. If it comes up mud, uh, uh, it is no use. Why not? You always say that last hope is born to eat mud. I do not have a nickel. Do you? No, or I would let you have it. Yeah, I know. And there is nobody who will stake me. Yeah, things are very bad for the rest of the citizens, too. How will I get to Kentucky? It is no good having a horse in Florida if you wish to race him in Kentucky. There is quite a bit of truth in that. I have got to get to Kentucky. But how? Maybe hitchhike. With two horses? Oh, that's right. It would be awkward. Look, it is only late in February. Maybe by the time Derby Day rolls around, you will have some scratch. From where? Broadway, I guess I am just naturally unlucky. I guess I... You think of something, Alfie? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I just think of something very good. How to get some scratch? No, how to get to Kentucky. And get you there, too. Me? You wish to see Last Hope win the Derby? Well, I wish to see some horse do it. Then I have got the answer. And it will not cost us a single bob. I do not like riding underneath Pullman cars. Not that. But you will ride, and so will I. How? We will ride my horses. Well, from Florida to Kentucky? Why not? I can think of a million reasons. But the only one that seems logical right now is the fact that I never am on a horse in my life. Look. It is quite a piece to Kentucky. There it is. By the time we get there, you will be a fine rider. No. Please. No. Please. Why should I go with you? I have got to have company. I hate to think of that long, lonely ride all alone. Do not think about it. Just do it. Without me. I got no friends. 
None at all. You have got no friends that ride horses. Please, Broadway, please. No, Alfie. Look at me. Why? I ask you as a personal friend, please ride with me. You are all I got now. Eula walks out on me. I am run out from Miami. Alfie, please, do not talk like this. You will see the whole countryside. I do not wish to see it from a horse. You are my friend? Yes. Then do it. No, Alfie. All right. I will ride alone. I will get lost in the piney woods. And you will remember how I asked you to go with me, and you will think that I would be alive today if you act like a friend. You will stand at my grave and look down at me and remember how I ask you with tears in my eyes to be my guest, and you turn me down. You cannot face the boys in Mindy's ever again because I am dead. Dead in the piney woods. Are you through talking, Albie? I am true. Where are the horses? So, there we are. Alfie talks me into riding horseback with him from Florida to Kentucky. And this makes little Alfie more than someone happy. Because although he likes to talk to his horses, he likes an occasional answer. Now, it is when we get about 90 miles north of Jacksonville that something happens. And what that is, I will tell you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, It Comes Up Mud. say we are someplace in southern Georgia. I am beginning to regret my actions very much, especially since we neglect to pick up some saddles. I am riding Governor Hicks and little Alfie is up on last hope. Yes, sir, Broadway. If it comes up mud for the Davy, I certainly am going to show a few parties certain things. <clears throat> what? I say nothing. I am shifting my position to get a better deal from Governor Hicks. Oh, yes, sir. I will build a home. You ever own a house, Broadway? No. And if I ever do, it will be one without chairs. It will have to be. I will build a big house. Maybe four or five rooms. Before you build a house, where are we? I see a signpost back at Peace that says Jacksonville is 90 miles south. So we are in Georgia. Yeah, that is Beulah's home state. Her father owns a very large plantation where he raises cotton and things. Uh, she comes from a proud old southern family. Look, Alfie, it is late afternoon. Why do we not stop for the night? Here? I do not care as long as it is off Governor Hicks. Sure. I... Hey, look up ahead, Broadway. Where? There is a house. House? I think houses have roofs. It is a place to stay. Come on. <laughs> goodness, but this certainly is a terrible place. I wonder where they keep the ghosts. Well, howdy there, boys. You uh, come to see me? We are glad to see anybody. My name's Simpson. Them your horses? And mine. 
Nice-looking critter. Uh, look, Mr. Simpson, we are wondering if we could put up for the night here. Got any money? Uh, no. Too bad. We will send you some when we get some. Emil! Well, reckon how I can't turn down two strangers. Come on inside. Oh, darn it, I forgot to buy oil again. Make yourselves at home. Well, that's that. Don't need no oil now. It can get very drafty in here. Just uh, make yourselves to home, boys. I'll dig up a little refreshment. Alfie, let us get out of here. We will spend the night here and then push on. If we are able. I don't uh, see much of people back this way. Kind of off the track. Uh, excuse me, but what is that you are pouring? Skimmins. Skimmins? Yep. Made from pure sugar cane. Here you are. Hey, thanks. <sniffs> Smells sweet. Yep. You live here alone? Nope. My daughter lives here with me. Well, uh, here's a look at it. If it is all the same, I will pass this one. Hey, Broadway, you cannot insult him. Drink it. Go ahead. Stuff's good for you. Gives uh, energy. I can use it. Hmm, it is not bad. A little sweet, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. If you ain't used to it, you kind of lose your voice for a couple of seconds, but uh, it'll come back. I, I, I think the soles of my shoes are on fire. Oh, whose house is a thousand yards? Well, well, well. Viola. And sure enough, it is beautiful. I and Alfie are more than somewhat surprised to see the daughter of a proud old southern family in that place. But it turns out this is her plantation that she always talks about. Well, it is maybe an hour later that we are alone with Beulah, and she is saying... Uh-huh. All that talk about my family and, and plantation was just talk. Ah, never mind, Beulah. It is all right with me. Beulah... What, Broadway? What becomes of Mr. Paul DeVere? Well? Mr. Paul DeVere is out of my life. He... He is no gentleman. Aha! I had to cool him off by bouncing a jar of cold cream off of his head. That seems effective. Then why do you not come back to me, Beulah? Oh, Alfie. I, I was a fool for leaving you. I, I didn't realize until... Until... Well, I, I didn't realize what you meant to me. Alfie, hmm? will you forgive me? Forgive you? Why, why there is nothing to forgive. Look, Beulah, I got last hope with me. I am taking him to the derby, and he is going to win it. Does it ever occur to you that last hope might not win? Broadway, he will win, if it comes up mud. So, for the next weeks, we are guests at the old plantation. I never see anything like what Alfie does. He hitches Governor Hicks to a plow and then gets behind it himself and works hard. He is a pretty fair plower at that. And all the while, he works with Last Hope, training him. And I have to admit that Last Hope shapes up better than I think he will. He fats up nicely, and his legs look very good. Then, it comes up one night about two weeks before Derby Day. 
Up to this time, the weather is fair and clear. But this night, the skies open up and all the water this side of Niagara Falls starts to come down. We are sitting in the cabin. Alfie fixes the roof and puts back the door so we are fairly comfortable. Then Alfie says... Listen to it. Listen to it. Oh, your beautiful rain. Broadway, Churchill Downs will be like a plate of boys. But this is Georgia. It is hard to tell what is happening in Kentucky. Well, yesterday I talked to the weatherman at Tillinghast. He tells me that this is a general rain and storms are moving north. But will it last? Sure, this time of the year it always lasts. Anybody want some skimmings? No, thanks. How much uh, will you win on the derby, Alfie? Fifty grand. Fifty grand. We can have a great big old plantation. Maybe some foxhounds, huh? All you want, Pop, and foxes to go with them. Silver foxes? Sure, sure, and we'll have... Hey, somebody at the door. On a night like this, he must be a good swimmer. That is not doing the door any good. I will answer it. I am sorry to disturb you, but... You, Mr. Paul DeVere, and you... Mr. DeVere. Shut the door. Mr. DeVere, I will thank you to leave our plantation. You will leave and I will not thank you. Now, now, just a moment, please. It's very important. Pull up a chair, stranger. Have some skimming. Yeah, yeah, give him some. Look, look, I haven't time. I've got to get to Tillinghast to catch the Orange Blossom Express to Atlanta. I've got to catch a plane. Who is stopping you? Well, my car went into a ditch down the road. Please. Have you one I can borrow, buy? I'll pay anything for it. I'm sorry, we don't keep a car. No. No car? We're going to buy four or five after Derby Day. Well, I must be in New York by tomorrow morning. I say that for weeks, but here I am. Please lend me a horse and a buggy, anything. Got no buggy, either. Why do you have to be in New York, Mr. DeVille? Well, I... Uh, look, look, if I'm not there tomorrow morning at 10... Uh, to replace some money in my firm. I'll lose every cent I've got in the world. Maybe go to jail. Well, Mr. DeVere, that certainly is the right place for you. Please, please, I apologize for everything, but I must get to Tillinghast to catch that express. There is no way. Look, I saw two horses in the shed as I came up the path. Lend me one of them. What? Those are racehorses, especially last hope. Good, good, I can ride. Just lend me the horse. Wait a minute. There ain't nothing doing. I'll pay you. I... Wait. What time does the Orange Blossom Express get into Tillinghast? Ten five. Ten five? Why, it is ten now. You don't have a chance. Well, I can try. I don't want to go to jail. Let me see. The distance to Tillinghast from here is a mile, a mile and a quarter. Derby distance. And it comes up mud. Broadway, you see? Now we will know for sure. What are you talking about? Will you lend me the horse or not? You weigh maybe uh, 160. That is practically a brick house for a racehorse to have on his back. Alfie, what are you thinking? A trial run. If Last Hope makes it in good time, we will keep it quiet and we will make a million on Derby Day. Do I get the horse or not? We have got no saddle. I don't care. Just lend me the horse. Look, it's one minute after ten now. That is four minutes to make the train. Come on, Mr. DeVere. You are going to ride. By the time we get to the shed and Mr. Paul DeVere gets up on last hope, it is just two minutes after ten. He has got three minutes to make the train. Then the last we see of him, he is flying down the road with last hope churning up the mud and Mr. Paul DeVere screaming into the thunder and light. Then we go back to the house and wait. It finally comes up morning and the rain is slacked off enough for us to get the filling The first thing Alfie does is run to the depot. 
But I, Beulah, and Pop go to a shed where we see Last Hope stand. And there, the scene is as follows. Look. Look, look at his left front leg. Hmm. There is something wrong. Hmm. Looks to me like a bowed tendon. What does that mean? I think it means that Last Hope will never run again. Not in a race. Poor Alfie. Hey, hey, everybody, listen. Broadway, Beulah, Pop. Alfie, there is something... Wait, wait. Mr. DeVere makes the train last night with 57 seconds to spare. Alfie. I asked the station master and he tells me. And look, I got it here on paper. Last Hope makes the mile and a quarter in 203. But you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you, Alfie. Look, even if the clock in the station is wrong, Last Hope does the mile and a quarter in record time. In mud. Last Hope, you are wonderful. Well, what is the matter with all of you? Alfie, I think maybe you better take a look at Last Hope's leg. The left front. His leg? <laughs> the tendon? Yeah, a bowed tendon, Alfie. Oh, no. Not my baby. Alfie, it's all right. I love you, Alfie. I don't need a cart or a plantation. Oh, Shona, we got all we need. I... Poor last hope. You... All of you don't know it. But I tell him how he will walk in the winter circle with a big flower horseshoe around his neck. And his picture will be in the papers. I... It is all right, baby. It comes up mud. And you do all right. Yeah. You do all right. Well, we get last hope back to Beulah's ancestral home. Alfie says he will stay. And the last I see of him is when he marries Beulah. I get back to New York one way or another. Now, this is not the end of the story. Because the payoff comes maybe a year later. And what it is, I will tell you in a minute. see a citizen who is strangely familiar. He is all dressed up in fancy riding clothes. He comes over to me and says, Hello, Broadway. What? Alfie. <laughs> Cigar, Broadway? No, no, thanks. You are looking well. And so are you, Alfie. In fact, you are looking very well. Well, thank you, sir. What is this southern accent? I only use it when I am on my plantation. Your what? Yeah. Since when do you have one? Mr. Paul DeVere is a good guy, Broadway. You know what he does? He sends me a check for 50 grand. A real one? One that can be cashed? Sure. Good as wheat in the bin. He is very grateful that Last Hope keeps him out of jail and sends me the check in the amount of what I win on the derby if Last Hope wins. Well, well, well. And now, look at you. Uh -huh. <laughs> and Last Hope, what about him? Oh, he is retired. 
And I make quite a bit of scratch showing him off to people who wish to see the horse that makes a mile and a quarter in 203. And what about you, Alfie? You do all right otherwise? Oh, sure. I am a farmer now. I uh, expect a good crop this year. A good crop of cotton. Especially if it comes up mud. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, It Comes Up Mud. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the stories adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. (laughs) 